0: Hello and welcome to episode 39 of the podcast. I'm Michael. I'm Noah. And we are the Knights of Entertainment, a podcast covering your favorite and unknown movies, games, comic books, anime, and more weekly. We appreciate you being here and hope you enjoy the show. This is what we are covering tonight. Uh we have two lists here today. Uh we got characters that were ripped off from each other between Marvel and DC. But before we do, like, share, and subscribe to the channel. You can enjoy the show on YouTube, Spotify, Rumble, Odyssey, and more. We also have membership tiers on those platforms if you'd like to support the channel. Or you can check out Coffee Brand Coffee. Uh, use our promo code for 10% off a KOE podcast. But let's go ahead and get started. All right, who ripped off who? Who are we sit with? <laughs> so we have some characters here. Uh, we have 20 characters that were ripped off from Marvel. By other people, and then we have fifteen characters that were ripped off by DC or from DC. So, some characters that were ripped off from Marvel. So
1: basically, it's characters that originated in Marvel.
0: Yes, that were ripped off.
1: That were slightly changed and then added to a different uh, continuity.
0: Yes, yes.
1: Or a different publisher, I guess. And,
0: and I'll, I'll preface this. this: these are lists made by Screen Rant. So this. Wait, is, so
1: a- is it exclusively
0: like so? DC took this character from Marvel, and they, or is it from other I, publishers as well? The majority of them are supposedly taken by DC from Marvel, but there's one or two that are not taken necessarily from DC specifically. Hmm. But they're just characters that were ripped off from Marvel supposedly. Okay. So, like I said, this is, these lists are from Screen Rant. So if there's an issue with it, they're not my list, and I did not make <laughs> these. And some of these are stupid. So, <laughs> not to mention the numbering system when one of them is horrendous. Very much so. Copy editors, please, God. Find a damn copy editor. As big of a company as Screen Rant is, at least learn. It's that like it. one guy in a closet. Yeah. That's one guy. That's just that Screen is one damn. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah, but, okay, with the numbering system, they they have uh, automatic uh, numbering systems when you type anything out with bullet points, mm-hmm. so it's not hard. <laughs> like, come on. You say that there's 15, but you, you start off with number 20. <laughs> like, <laughs> come on now. And then you work your way down to number one by skipping shit. <laughs> but we'll start on the Marvel side first. So we have number twenty. We have some uh, some of these that were pathetic attempts, and some that were actually successful. Okay. So the first one at number twenty was a pathetic attempt. Uh, we have Red uh, Rocket Red, which is a ripoff of Iron Man. I was going to say Rocket Recon. <laughs> Rocket Red. Rocket Red. Oh. I know him. Okay, so while Rocket Red's look may seem original today... is that, that today, Russian? Do I know? Oh, that's Crimson Rocket from absolutely. Iron Man. Yeah. Never mind. So while Rocket Red's look may seem original today, his entire design is essentially the splitting image of the original classic Iron Man suit. Rocket Red's alter ego's character wasn't entirely similar to uh, Tony Stark, uh, as the role of a billionaire funding the super team was already taken by Bruce Wayne. But the powers and abilities were almost exactly the same as his Marvel counterpart. Rocket Red's first appearance in DC Comics uh, was in 1987, 24 years after Iron Man's debut in 1963. Damn, is that old? Yeah. yeah. 63. Again, this is written by Screen Rant, so understandably, the character of Red Rocket Red Rocket
1: Red Rocket, what is it? Red Rocket Red
0: Rocket, send somebody, what is it? No, every time you say Red Rocket, I think of that South Park episode. where he's jacking off the dog? (laughs) Yeah. That's why I never like to say the name. Red Rocket. Okay, so they put. Understandably, the character of Rocket Red really didn't take off as well as DC hoped with their other with their readers. While the character did last, he was mostly only a minor member of the Justice League. The writers did try a numerous at numerous points to make his character more interesting, hoping readers would like him as much as they liked Marvel's Iron Man. But no attempts managed to last. Should have so. made him a crippling alcoholic. I know then that would have helped. <laughs> then he would have been Tony Stark. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, so no, ours, ours isn't Tony Stark
0: because he, he's, he's a heroin addict. <laughs> All right, at number 19, we have one that actually worked Aquaman. Aquaman is a ripoff of Namor. Oh, is he or Namor? Uh, the first comic book, Atlantean King, was actually Marvel's Namor, uh, who appeared he, in he 19- also accused of horrendous acts recently. <laughs> Man, I swear. It. Come on guys,
1: keep keep yourselves. Come on, keep it in your pants. Uh, Namor,
0: uh, uh, Namor appeared in 1939 whereas DC didn't create Aquaman until 1941. So God, two years man. later. Wait, Namor was that old? Yeah, 1939. Shit. Uh same year uh, one year after Superman. Hmm. Uh, Aquaman appeared uh, has become more successful than his Marvel counterpart. Well, damn! Look at Jason
1: Momoa with all that fucking hair. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a gay man, but I'm also not blind.
0: <laughs> uh, becoming a main member of the Justice League, whereas Namor was not as popular for Marvel, and thus became a character who secluded himself in Atlantis. To this day, the only one of the two to appear in a live action movie is Aquaman. Well, so to this was before before the yes, before the uh, Black Panther two. Yeah. Uh, who appeared in Batman v Superman and Justice League? Uh, while there was an Easter egg hinting at Na- uh, Namor in Iron Man 2, uh, th- th- they're saying that he hasn't appeared yet, but we know that he has. At this yeah. point But uh, Aquaman is still way more recognizable Just than Namor. Momoa. <laughs> Even before that, he's been parodied. He's been made fun of. Him. <laughs> Everybody knows who Aquaman is. Well, he's always been the one getting the shit list. Yeah. But the sad thing is that, like, in the comic books, it, like, when you actually look at his powers and abilities, he's one of the most powerful characters there are. I saw him flip a truck once in a, in a, a, a full
1: car. In one of the, uh, yeah, issue 111 of Justice League, uh, Justice League of America. Uh-huh. He, he, just, he just fucking, yeah. And he, he's got the motion where his hands are up, like, uh, in, like, a, a tossed motion. And yeah. there's just a fucking car flying about to hit one of the other... Uh, <laughs> They were fighting that uh, in that group that had like the the counter opposite of the J- JLA, the
0: Injustice Society.
1: Is that it? Okay. The, the, like that weird Superman that had like made it powerful by Kryptonian,
0: like Ultraman. I think was his yeah. Name. yeah.
1: That, that group,
0: yeah.
1: And like fucking the Flash is a heroin addict.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what
1: the fuck is speed. <laughs> He's addicted to the literal speed. And then you had Owl Man, yeah. Which is weird. Owl Man was they never really they didn't they wasn't until the uh, the Court of Owls. Mm-hmm. When you knew that owls were the natural predator of bats. Yeah, nobody. But, but that writer apparently did because yeah. he made Owl Man.
0: <laughs> so Give yeah, that
1: man some credit. He deserved a little bit of or credit. Or a woman, credit. if she wrote it, give that person some credit.
0: I mean, we're, we're, if we're being honest, Ariel's a dude. <laughs> <laughs> give that man some credit. <laughs> so Aquaman was one that actually worked out. Uh, then we go into what they consider another pathetic attempt was Empyrex. Empyrex? Mm-hmm. Empyrex. Oh, it's supposed to be a playoff of Galactus? Yeah. He's supposedly a ripoff of Galactus. He makes planets. He doesn't eat them. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, their description is, Galactus has been one of the most prominent villains in the Marvel comic books. Uh, oh, wait till he hits the MCU. Damn. He still hasn't been in it, has he? Hell no. They, they, that's too big of a character.
1: And he would have to be a Celestial within that universe. Well, he's uh, killed Celestials
0: in the comics. Well, he's, he must have killed them. I mean, they're going to say he killed the guy that was nowhere. Well, didn't they have Eternity in the latest Thor, Love and Thunder? Etern- I don't remember. How okay, I, yeah, Eternity is... I haven't uh, seen it yet. Uh, you <laughs> want to see Chris Hemmer's f- gorgeous ass, <laughs> Love and Thunder. <laughs> that's a tagline <laughs> they should have used. That would have got women out to it? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, the enormous, uh, the enormous uh, cosmic entity vows to destroy each world he comes across and has been one of the biggest threats for both the Avengers and the Fantastic Four. It took DC around 34 years to realize how great of a character Galactus was for Marvel Comics before they decided to make their own version of the cosmic villain. Their solution? Imperiex. Imperiax was almost identi- identical to Galactus in his size, abilities, aspirations, and he had first appeared in, as a Superman villain before being becoming the lead villain in the crossover arc, our worlds at war. Oh. While he was a powerful foe for the DC heroes. He, he just wasn't as interesting as most readers had already seen the same story countless times from Marvel. This was the, uh, one villain. They really didn't manage to take off for DC. Well, they tried, but just the, you can <laughs> tell that this person loves Marvel.
1: <laughs> the way well, at freaking. least Galactus.
0: Yeah. Uh, then we have one that actually worked. Number seventeen, Doomsday. They're saying that Doomsday is a ripoff of the Hulk. Doomsday. I don't really see how. Oh, Doomsday!
1: I don't. For, for some reason, in my head, I was like, Doctor Doom. Doctor <laughs> Doom. <laughs> like, he's nothing like the Incredible Hulk. And that's the same company. Doomsday.
0: So they're saying now, Doomsday yeah. is a, a ripoff of the Hulk. Uh they put the, um uh, before going far into this example it should be noted that the hawk himself was originally a rip off of a DC character solomon grindy born on a monday uh-huh <laughs> I will always every time i will always say the next part every time you I,
1: if you go back and watch our videos i will always say born on a monday anytime you bring up i swear you look above me i swear <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh that being said 30 years after marvel created the hulk dc ripped off uh, their uh, their own ripoff character from their so they ripped off a character that ripped they, off they ripped character. off yeah like, we ripped off your rip off your ripoffs <laughs> uh, with the creation of the supervillain doomsday doomsday was a lab experiment gone wrong in an attempt to create a more perfect and vulnerable human much like hulk's origin I, it was I don't just, think that was Hawk No, original. wasn't it just an accident? Yeah.
1: That yeah, that one kid's like, oh, we're going there. Yeah, it was like, a
0: gamma radiation accident.
1: Yeah, man. It blew his dick off too. They <laughs> never tell you that part.
0: <laughs> uh, also like Hawk, Doomsday grows stronger the more he fights. And again, uh, whoever wrote this from uh Screen Rant, that is not actually true. But uh Doomsday uh, cannot be killed the same way twice. Is the what I'm, my understanding is. So if I can kill him one time, will he come back? Yeah, he comes back each time. What if I threw him in the sun? Then he can't be killed by. And it just like, left him in the center forever. <laughs> but then he can't You son of a bitch. Then he'd be Superman and come back fifteen thousand years later. And then bang, <laughs> Lois. <laughs> <like>. <laughs> uh, the only difference here is that Doomsday grows stronger by adapting and evol- and evolving. That part Whereas, I knew about. Yeah. The ad- adaptation. Yeah. Whereas Hulk grows stronger from increasing anger. Uh, you can only get so angry. Even the color of Doomsday is reminiscent of Hulk, since Hulk's original skin tone was gray. That's because they couldn't afford green or some shit, if I remember. <laughs> well, DC did change quite a bit of Doomsday, mostly by making him a villain rather than a hero, uh, that's enough evidence to show that the DC antagonist was at least inspired by Marvel's green giant. Oh. Uh. So, like I said, this person loves Marvel. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> like, that, that is a bit of a stretch to say that Doomsday was only modeled after Hulk. To me, he he would have been more modeled after Abomination from Marvel. Oh, yeah. Like, if you're going to do a direct uh, comparison here, it would have been Abomination, not the oh. Hulk. Like, uh, out of all them, no. Uh, the next one they consider a pathetic attempt. Number 16, a Guardian guardian they're saying is a ripoff of captain america
1: guardian the guy with the shield yeah not Pete, not a peacemaker or peacekeeper
0: no no the guy with the yellow yeah. shield. yeah uh there have been numerous ripoffs of marvel's patriotic super soldier but the most notable of and them they even they they ripped off captain america that's superman
1: yep. they went to the future and then they saw captain america and then they went back in time
0: and they made superman exactly
1: captain america is the original superhero <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh but the most notable of them was DC's Guardian. Guardian made his first appearance in 1942, just one year after Captain America. So he's been around for a long ass time. It has to be. I mean, it's a shield. It's it's pretty much. Yeah, I could see it.
1: It's hard not to. Uh,
0: but like one year after, but I didn't even realize that the uh, Guardian was that old. <laughs> like oh, I don't yeah, know that, was that old of a character. Old. The only uh, time that I really remember Guardian from was during the the whole death of Superman thing. <laughs> when he was like i gotta i gotta i gotta fight crime now with uh cadmus the uh company that was run tra- like making clones and shit uh, like yeah, yeah. Boy. uh the biggest difference between the two characters is that guardian originally had no abilities besides his indestructible shield whereas captain america had super strength i thought it was just like a, a peak physical or some shit
1: apparently not like in the like in the original he was like peak human yeah that's what a peak human. And not now. <laughs> like, you know, like, he could bench press the very limits of human potential. Mm-hmm. But then in the MCU, he could he could bench press a fucking Ford truck. Right. So then when the, no, not MCU, uh, Ultimate Universe. Okay, yeah, yeah, In the yeah, comic yeah. books. Yeah. So they took the Ultimate Universe version, mm-hmm. which was a a buffer version of the original. Mm-hmm. And then they made that for the MCU. Yeah. That's why that of rank was so fucking strong.
0: Yep. It it can jump out of a helicopter or a plane. It can hold a
1: helicopter.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Can't take a bullet shot, though. uh, Just like the Prize Comics Fighting American, uh, Guardian was also created by Captain America creators Joe Simon and Jack Kirby. That
1: motherfucker didn't even, he's like, ah, fuck
0: it. (laughs) He just made another one. (laughs) Exactly. Simon and Kirby realized the formula of Captain America worked well and supposedly decided to try him on a numerous different platforms. Of course, none of them worked as well as the original Captain America, who is still one of Marvel's most popular heroes to this day. Can't beat the original sometimes. It would seem Guardian and Fighting American failed to live up to the original. Damn you, Guardian. Now, number 15, we got another one that actually worked. Lobo. Uh, a rip-off of Wolverine. He was? According to what, the screenwriter. What
1: did they rip off? His, uh, his uh, anti-hero attitude? Or uh,
0: regeneration,
1: maybe? Maybe, but I mean, that's a huge jump. That's a huge, that's a jump. huge jump. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, Lobo was DC's answer to Wolverine. Like, you
1: took a hit of cocaine, it was like, here we go. We take Wolverine, we put him in space, make him an alien fucking... Got a bike, got a motorcycle. We talk He fucking overdose. <laughs> That's the only <laughs> way I can see. Like, they, like, I, I, I like Wolverine. If I get hit a cocaine, give him white give Change skin. everything.
0: He, he doesn't even need a breathing space. He can just fly. He's he got a motorcycle, though. <laughs> so they put uh, Lobo was DC's answer to Wolverine, but they were not focused on his abilities. Instead, Lobo was almost identical to Logan in personality.
1: Oh, okay. Being
0: a gritty mercenary who would rather, uh, he was rather sick of life. Hey, Bob. Uh, his first appearance in DC comics as a villain in the 80s. Uh, but unfortunately, he did not take well with the readers. In the huh. 90s, the writers at DC revamped Logo, uh, Logo, Lobo, <laughs> making him an antihero who parodied. He uh, was a parody of some of Marvel's grittiest characters and stories, with most of the focus being on parodying Wolverine. Lobo has become somewhat of a fan favorite among uh, DC fans, being one of their darkest, hero, uh, darker, darkest characters to date. It well, was until
1: they made him into a twink.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> you remember that? Yeah. Say, <laughs> yeah. <So>, hey ladies, <laughs> you like what you see? Uh
0: while he hasn't appeared in any live action movies uh just yet, uh rumor has it that Wo- uh, Warner Brothers and DC are finally planning to give the anti-hero his own movie with Michael Bay being eyed to direct. No!
1: It. <laughs> no! If you want to see a, a, a box office bomb, go see a Michael Bay movie.
0: Like the new Transformers. Robots in disguise. Oh God. Uh, then we have number 14, another pathetic attempt. We have one called The Fighting American. The rip Captain off, America. <laughs> the rip-off of Captain America. He looks like Captain America. <laughs> uh, when you hear the name Captain America, it's likely that you would think a, of a patriotic superhero who fights for truth and justice. Every time I think
1: of Captain America, I have him punching
0: Adolf Hitler in that comic book cover. Yep. Yeah, you know, and whose arch nemesis is the skull uh, is a skull faced villain. However, Captain America is not the only character who fits this uh, the, the description of this prize. Comics created an almost identical hero to Captain America during oh, the nineteen fifties. Prize comics, mm-hmm, not DC this time. That's, I hear that. Not only was the primary villain almost identical to Captain America's villain Red Skull, his name is Roger Steve, <laughs> only with a darker colored skull. So he's still on Skull. Wow, so it's just a dark. (laughs) Yours is bright red. Ours is dark red. (laughs) Uh, But his sidekick was oddly familiar as well. Almost exactly like Bucky Barnes. They call him Buffy Barnes. (laughs) (laughs) The story behind this character is actually rather interesting. During the 1950s, there was a brief period in time when Marvel writers Joe Simon and Jack Kirby jumped ship from Marvel and started writing comics for Prize Comics. Jesus
1: Christ, they're just trying to throw Captain America in everything.
0: Yeah. Uh, considering that they were the creators of Captain America, it is understandable that they'd pick up where they left off, but only changing the names. Jesus. <laughs> uh, then we got another one that actually worked here. Bane. They're saying Bane is a ripoff of Nuke and Crossbones. Huh. Uh, DC created the Batman villain Bane in the early 1990s. So I didn't realize it was that late.
1: Yeah, it was. Back. He was just originally created just to break Batman's back. <laughs> Like I've got shit, you not. I think he was just me. Like, they just invented him just to break his back and then dip out.
0: And then he became his own. Thing.
1: That's the worst thing. He broke his back, right? Yeah. A hundred percent defeated. Yeah. Pissed on his face and left. Yeah. yeah. Like, he didn't even kill him. No. It's like like a dumb break bitch. Like hey, you, son of a bitch, my back. Yeah. Yeah. I'll never forget this bastard. <laughs> Can you imagine Batman talking shit as
0: he's laid out. You fucking stupid son of a bitch! Come back and fight me. <laughs> I got a story to tell you later about something like that. though. that I've seen in real life. <laughs> <laughs> in real life, my god,
1: right. I saw this like real like uh, 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 we call her we call them BBWs or yeah, big beautiful women. Yeah, she was a big girl, and she just there was this big fucking jock, right? With a fuck one of those he like he's a he was a Chad for sure. Yeah. He had the fucking leather, like the the, the nice uh skinny jeans, a fucking uh collar shirt all tucked up, she fucking grabbed him and flung him and dropped him to the floor. And then when he tried to get up, right, she pushed him to the ground with so much, like, she had that kind of, like, power. And then you could just see the emasculation on his face. No! He tried to get up again and she slammed him into a fucking table and chairs. He he
0: didn't get up the whole time. (laughs) I don't know what he
1: said to her, but she beat his
0: ass. (laughs) That's why you gotta at least know that you can win you are gonna talk shit. At least now you can win. <laughs> I was fully erect right when my side. <laughs>
1: right. Why did I come? up Why did I say that story? Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, because Bane being all buffing. Oh, you did. T- no, you had a same similar story. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, uh, I also have a Bane story. <laughs> this chick just beating this dude's ass. Surprisingly, her titties didn't fly out of her shirt, which is a uh, pretty much a, like a first. Yes, a guarantee in these type of fights. <laughs> that was a, a quite the hefty uh, bra she had on <laughs> didn't move once as so she was manhandling this. and then we're, all the other guys are laughing around him he's like help me play he's <laughs> like no you did this to yourself you, did, we're you not gotta interfering. accept the staffs woman <laughs> and her friend was beating up his friend <laughs> in the background I'm like god this is, these women are just beating these guys asses
0: <laughs> so, again if you're gonna start a fight no you can win <laughs>
1: what they tell her you should get a salad They just beat the hell out of him? Probably. <laughs> but that's offensive. It would be. Just let me eat whatever they
0: want. She's got a deeper voice than he does. He said, you said a little bitch. And
1: then she picked him up and
0: broke his back. <laughs> My back. I guarantee that's how Bruce Wayne fell. <laughs> You big son of a bitch. You stupid motherfucker! <laughs> All right. Well, it's unclear which of the two characters Bane is based off of most. There is plenty of evidence to claim that Bane is a ripoff of both Marvel villains. His abilities and origins are similar to Nuke. While he is made in a lab using chemicals and drugs like steroids to boost his own strength. Crossbones, on the other hand, has similar abilities to both Nuke and Bane. But his mask design is almost identical to that of Nuke. Oh, Bane. yeah, it kind of is. Uh, It's safe to say that of the three characters, Bane has been the most successful. Yeah. Uh, Bane has had two live action uh, iterations over the years, whereas Nuke has appeared as a minor villain in both seasons of Jessica Jones and Crossbones uh, was also a minor villain later in the Captain America movies.
1: He was a horrendously minor villain.
0: Yeah. Uh, Number 12, we have another pathetic attempt, which was Ripclaw. Ripclaw is a ripoff of Wolverine.
1: <laughs> I was like, oh, I wonder who."
0: <laughs> and this is not by DC either. So I they're not that fucking. They're DC, not that stupid. No. Yeah, if anything, is not that fucking dumb. <laughs> uh, the fact that Ripclaw sounds sounds like a ripoff may yeah, or may not it. be a coincidence. Image Comics. First created Ripclaw in 1992. Damn bastards! And his similarities to Wolverine are uncanny. Not only does he have razor sharp claws like Wolverine, but he has also a go- uh, he was also in a government lab <laughs> as an experiment, and has uh, some angry uh, issues as well as a healing factor. The only real difference between the two characters is he, that- he's smooth as a baby, while Wolverine is hairy <laughs> as a fucking uh, monkey. His only difference is that Ripclaw has a Native American background given to him that allows him to link with the spirit world. Take that away, and Ripclaw is essentially Wolverine with uh, the group that old rock group Kiss makeup on. That's what he wears? Like just white makeup. Jesus. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh,. <laughs> Uh, it's very, light, uh, very likely that Image was just trying to uh, ride off of the success of the TV series when they created their new character, hoping that they would attract X-Men fans to read their comics.
1: Wow, and they sold a million copies of Rip Clough. <laughs>
0: Probably. <laughs> Probably not. Uh, number 11, we have another one that actually worked, which was Swamp Thing. They're saying that Swamp Thing is a rip-off of Man Thing. <laughs> <laughs> both of those (laughs)
1: Swamp Thang Man Tong (laughs) is what I hear in my head
0: (laughs) Uh, first off the actual origins of these characters is as murky and unknown as the swamps that they live in DC's Swamp Thing and Marvel's Man Thing they don't know how they were made what do you mean? You guys don't have archive footage or
1: uh, right. uh, the ar- footage. not you footage? footage arch- the you got you got that big footage? You can't have, like archival like uh, files and like paperwork of ideas written down. I guess not. They wrote it down on a fucking <clears throat> uh, fucking uh, mirror of cocaine. Probably. <laughs> just, I just assume everybody in the '80s and '90s was storing cocaine
0: when they made these comics. Well, this is well, seventies. 70s, seventies
1: so. 70s cocaine and yeah. weed. <laughs> Every time, that's what I don't, it's so fucked up in my head. But I, I, but just, it's I, true. I just imagine them storing mountains of cocaine and writing like fifty-five stories. And All just, at once. Stan Lee would just fucking churn them out yeah. like boom, 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 boom. And then fucking Jack Kirk was drawing like a madman. Pretty and much. they had to be fucking just, <laughs> just the two of them, just fucking. Like that, that to me, that's such, such so fucking incredible. They they would just write stories and draw them like like eighteen stories a fucking month. Yeah, and I was like, man, I can't write two sentences. <laughs> Without question, maybe, of what you just wrote? Maybe I need
0: cocaine.
1: <laughs> you need the magic white powder. we I mean, that magic white powder, I'd be writing like
0: Stephen King, <laughs> minus minus the uh, the gang bang. <laughs> uh, DC's Swamp Thing and uh, Marvel's Man Thing were created. <laughs> Stop saying it. <laughs> I can't help it. I have a child, sir. For <laughs> <laughs> each created and published within a month of each other. Oh shit! That's like wow. That's
1: wait. That's what the fuck? How
0: one month of each other? Yeah. That can't be possible. Then. I, that's. I don't know if it was. I don't. I couldn't. It could real thing That had impossible. to be a coincidence. That's what. I, it says. Well, Man Thing. Didn't <laughs> release first. <laughs> God. you got that man thing. Well, it released first. You make my heart sing. <laughs> there is not enough evidence to determine which idea was created originally. While most people assume that Swamp Thing was a ripoff, uh, the numerous heads of DC over the years avidly deny these claims, saying that they're just—it's just a coincidence.
1: Yeah, like uh, like there has to be like they because they, they wouldn't know it would be a success
0: in a month, so they wouldn't right copy either. it. And it would be a stupid thing to copy. Yeah. Uh, both Marvel and DC's characters have been very successful since their creation in 1971. Okay. It's safe to say that neither of them have uh, surpassed each other, though. Both of them have been uh, have received their own movies, with Swamp Thing releasing a movie in 1982 and Man Thing in 2005. Was it a porno? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Uh, the next one, we have number 10, another pathetic attempt. We have a character called Bumblebee. Which is a rip-off. A transformer? No. <laughs> Which is a rip-off of uh, Wasp. Oh. It does look almost like Michael. No way, Bumblebee's. Yeah, I know Bumblebee from yeah. Teen Titans. Yeah. Uh, in terms of winged, bug-like female superheroes that dress in yellow and black, Marvel's Wasp is undoubtedly the most familiar. Uh, she was uh, one of the founding members of the Avengers and will co-star in the... Uh, she co-starred in Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah. Following her supporting role in Ant-Man. On the other hand, uh, side of the table, DC's Bumblebee was not met with nearly as much success, becoming uh, not much more than a minor member of the Teen Titans. Uh, Wasp was created in 1963, whereas Bumblebee wasn't created until 1974. While the height of Bumblebee's run was in the Teen Titan animated series, there was a chance that we may finally see a live-action version in the superhero movie, uh, in of her in a superhero movie, the Teen Titans series uh that that show that yeah came out. That i don't live know, was, she ever, was she
1: ever in it i don't think so i don't think so either i think that it's already wrapped up too but
0: <laughs> like the show's already over yeah so i i don't know uh number nine one that actually worked which was Bo- uh, blue beetle and they're saying that this is a ripoff of spider-man and just, every bug's gonna be a ripoff then uh, right i, I don't understand. this is like one that i, I thought was just stupid it says the history of the character Blue Beetle. It would
1: have been better if it was an actual spider, right? Like art of the man spider.
0: That that would have been a off of Blue Beetle. Mm. Not even Blue, the same bug. The Blue Beetle didn't even have the same kind of abilities as Spider Man. It wasn't, yeah, like it's just a regular dude. Yeah, he before was. the uh, the alien one. Yeah, like he was. Uh, it was all like technical. Ted Korg. Yeah, he's just like smart and everything. He created stuff, kind of like Batman. He's b- more of a Batman <laughs> than yeah than he was Spider Man. <laughs> Uh, the history of the character Blue Beetle is complex, as the original incarnation of the character was ma- uh, first made by Fox Comics in yep. 1939. Remember that. Uh, however, the character has uh, was sold number a number of times after that. Sold. Yeah. Passing the poor man around. Eventually being purchased by DC in the early 80s. While the original versions of Blue Beetle were not very similar to Spider-Man. Um, who was created in 1962, the DC version of the character was strikingly similar to Marvel's web slinger. Not only were they both bug like heroes. I was like, okay, that, how's that? that doesn't really... But the backstory and characteristics of DC's blue beetle, Did his Uncle ben si- also died? right? Are very similar to Peter Parker. While blue beetle never got close to the success of uh, spider-man. He still became a very popular character for DC, and is still he still is to this day. Okay, but I, I don't understand how the backstories are even close. Like Blue Beetle's uh, character was rich. Yeah, Spider uh, Peter Parker's poor as fuck. He's always broke. Always. <laughs> oh, <he, he>, look, <laughs> uh, what's his name? He's he got no girlfriend. Like, he can't afford condoms, and he ain't <laughs> got time for babies. <laughs> uh, another pathetic attempt of a ripoff. We have Leonard the Duck. <laughs> <laughs> From Howard, yes. Jesus, Leonard the Duck was a character created, uh, uh, was a character who appeared in Eclipse Comics, uh, Destroyer Duck Comics, Destroyer, which was written by former Marvel writer Steve Gerber with the help of Jack Kirby. Ah, Jack Kirby, that man, myth, legend. Uh, Gerber created the character Howard the Duck, so he created both. So what? What is
1: their obsession with taking a character they created once? And then trying to make it the same
0: formula in a different place. I actually have a reason for this. It says, uh, he created Howard the Duck six years prior to creating Leonard the Duck. Okay. While working for uh, Marvel, Gerber didn't try to rely on uh, being subtle when creating Leonard the Duck, making him completely identical to Howard in appearance and characteristics. (laughs) At the time, Gerber was in a legal fight with Marvel for the rights and ownership of Howard the Duck. Oh. So he was trying to have rights to everything.
1: Don't create an original character in an established property because they will keep it.
0: Uh, Exactly. But apparently uh, this was one of his favorite creations.
1: Well, he should have (laughs) created
0: it. Always self-publish.
1: Yes. If you love something that much. So you're the only one that owns it. Yeah.
0: Uh, it was likely that Gerber originally intended to use Howard and Destroyer Duck, but due to the legal issues, was unable to use it uh, in that publication. Damn. Howard the Duck went on to have his own live-action movie and appeared in both Guardians of the Galaxy movies, while Leonard the Duck went on to have a very short-lived career.
1: He had a sex scene in that Howard the Duck movie.
0: And uh, even the covers for Howard the Duck versus Leonard the Duck.
1: Oh, uh, he, yeah, he was legit upset
0: he copied yeah identically he was mad as fuck <laughs> and uh leonard the duck has a a, a silhouette and the the picture of wolverine <laughs> instead of just a person with a sword so yeah he was uh yeah, it's yeah. fucking livid Yep. Yeah. we have another one that actually worked uh they're saying killer croc is a ripoff of lizard huh uh, the Lizard was first created as a Spider-Man villain in 1963. He was a scientist who turned into a large reptilian monster that posed a threat to Spider-Man on a number of occasions, even appearing as a main villain in 2012's The Amazing Spider-Man. Damn, I love that movie. In 1983, DC followed suit by creating the Batman villain Killer Croc. Like the Lizard, Killer Croc was also a human who became a large reptilian monster, posing a threat for uh, one of them. Lo- was he just... A large reptilian monster? Yeah. Or he's mutated over time? I guess so, yeah. Uh, over the years, Killer Croc has uh, arguably surpassed the lizard, becoming one of the most famous Batman villains in the comics. On top of that, the makeup done on Killer Croc in Suicide Squad played a major part in winning the movie the Academy Award for Best Makeup in 2017. That movie was ass. <laughs> yes, it was. I don't give a damn what <laughs> awards you give it. This is quite the achievement for a rip-off character. <laughs> Then we have another one that I find just, okay, Marvel, you do not own the name Thor. I'm sorry, but you don't. Thor is a god that has existed for thousands of years at this point, I believe, close to. You don't own Norse mythology. I'm sorry, but you
1: don't. (laughs) Imagine at the end, at the bottom of our
0: fucking video, right? There's a comment from our, we'll be hearing from our lawyers. (laughs) That'd be funny. (laughs) So they have number six, a pathetic attempt. The almighty Thor they're saying is a ripoff of Thor from Marvel comics. So they put comics haven't been uh, the only things ripped off from Marvel. The movies have as well. One of the most notable attempts to rip off a Marvel movie has been sci-fi's almighty Thor, Sci-fi. which aired May 7th of 2011, just one day after the U S release of the live action Thor. The plot follows a young Thor who teams up with a Valkyrie to defeat Loki, who has taken the hammer of invincibility and ended the life of Thor's father. You bastard. Both the reviews and reception to Almighty Thor were atrocious, I'm some. as the movie was indisputably horribly made. The fight and death scenes were all horrible and the acting and effects were arguably even worse. The movie wasn't nearly as entertaining or successful as Marvel's Thor. It certainly didn't help that sci-fi's uh, already disreputable track record. <laughs> disreputable? What did they do? I, like this to me is coming off as a Marvel fanboy writing this. So, but like you cannot, you don't have rights to the actual Thor. character. Yeah, I saw that movie. It's absolute ass. Yeah, I, it, it could be a horrible movie, but it, it is a it, horrendous it does, movie. You can call it and say, like, uh, this version of Thor is not good. But it's not a rip-off. Like, there's been Thor movies forever. You can't. Yeah. Marvel doesn't own. And it, even in the uh, actual image of that, he doesn't even look like the other Thor. His hammer's way. Way bigger. Design, yeah. The complete Different design, design. His clothing is, uh, like, uh, fur. So it's not even, like, Asgardian of Marvel type stuff. So it's kind of hard to copy that. Uh, we have one that they consider that one that actually worked. They're saying, uh, Batman Beyond is a ripoff of Spider-Man, the animated series. What the, the plucky kid with the powers and the. I guess so. Maybe. They put, uh, following the success of the animated Spider-Man TV series in the 1990s, the team at Warner Brothers decided to follow suit by creating a similar formula with their own series Batman Beyond. Instead of following the classic adult Bruce Wayne, like most Batman series in the past did, Batman Beyond was set in the distant future and starred 16-year-old Terry McGinnis, who became the new Batman. This is extremely similar to the Spider-Man series, as both of them followed a teenage superhero fighting crime as each of their respective comics' most popular superheroes. It's difficult to Dispute which show ultimately became the most successful. So it's safe to say that each series was fantastical in their own right. This is was undoubtedly a ripoff of Marvel that actually worked.
1: Man, that's a good show, but Beyond. But, I thought, <laughs> the,
0: but, you know, but if we're following the same guideline where they're saying like a 16 year old with powers taken over, what about Static Shock? Is static that a Shock. But is that a ripoff now? Like no, because well, I don't know. I'm saying if you're following their formula for oh, what a ripoff is. Who cares? <laughs> I love both shows. I love all three shows. Static Shock. <laughs> uh
1: the Batman one, uh well, no, the Spider-Man one from the animated show. I a teenager, man was always like, looked like he was always like forty-five and twenty at the same time. I know, I know. <laughs> Like I don't know, in this age you fucking flip
0: back and forth. <laughs> Look like a full grown 30-year-old yeah, adult.
1: Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like Aunt May. I got bills to pay.
0: (laughs) Like he's been working a
1: job for 20 years? Yeah, like he's nowhere near a fucking teenager in my head. (laughs) Number four. Maybe it was spectacular (laughs) Spider-Man.
0: That's a good show, too. We have another one that's a pathetic attempt, and I kind of agree with this one, though. This is actually one I do agree with. Uh, Atomic Skull is a ripoff of Ghost Rider. Atomic Skull. (laughs) It's kind of a (laughs) ripoff. Just a little bit. Ghost Rider has always been one of Marvel's most successful anti-heroes since his first appearance in 1972. Whether it was, it was whether it was his flaming skull for a head or the impressive motorcycle that he rode, something seemed to click for Marvel's readers. DC took notice of this and created their own version of the character in 1978, Atomic Skull, which, much like Ghost Rider in abilities and appearances, simply had flamings, uh, flames around his head to be colored purple instead of, uh, <laughs> or green instead of Ghost Rider's orange. <laughs> At times, Atomic Skull had been shown uh, with a motorcycle in case the connections between the, mar- uh, between the characters wasn't already Atomic clear. Atomic Skull has a uh, scooter. I <laughs> know. Oh, <laughs> Rather than being a an anti-hero like Ghost Rider, Atomic Skull has always been depicted as a villain, Unfortunately, Atomic Skull never seemed to click with the readers the way Ghost Rider did, and rarely appears as more than a background character in DC Comics today. Damn. Uh, Number three, we have one that actually worked again. Supposedly, okay, they're claiming Dr. Fate is a ripoff of Dr. Strange. Mm Mm-hmm. But listen to the explanation. Okay. So they put, whether or not it's DC's Dr. Fate was actually a ripoff of Dr. Strange's Disputable, as Dr. Fate's original appearance was in 1940, 23 years before Dr. Strange's first appearance. Okay. But his ripoff. Remember this? I'm following. Makes no sense. Time travel. <laughs> I'm following. Like yeah, Superman's a ripoff Captain America. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The catch is that Dr. Fate was never more than a background character for DC before Dr. Strange was created. Once Dr. Strange became a hit for Marvel, DC started giving stories to Dr. Fate, hoping that Marvel's readers would read about Dr. Fate as well, and right they were. Dr. Fate actually became quite the hit for DC. Uh, Well, unless you're talking about what we just talked about in the last episode of Black (laughs) Black Adam. (laughs) Uh, While he isn't as well known today as he was during the height in the 60s and 70s, Dr. Fate used to be a well-known name in the comic book world, at times being more successful than Dr. Strange himself. Had Marvel not created their Sorcerer Supreme, it's likely that Dr. Fate wouldn't have made its appearance in the 60s at all. So they're saying because of the popularity of Dr.
1: Strange... Dr. Fate became more popular. they, they, They figured that if they gave more attention to a minor character... Right. That it would be, I guess.
0: Well, I don't know. But, how do you call that a rip-off? If the character was created 23 years before? I don't know. Yeah, we, we you copied us, although we probably copied you <laughs> and then made it more popular. Who knows? So, again, like I said, whoever's writing this for Screen Rant loves Marvel. Uh, we're down to the last two here. Uh, we have uh, a pathetic attempt. The DCEU was a rip-off of the MCU. <laughs> There's no
1: dispute there. I mean, yeah. Right. We all know that's what that was happening. <laughs> they did a horrendous job of it, too. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that, that, uh, that one I agree with. And then they have number one, one that actually worked. Because I'm not going to go into the DCU and the Marvel we know about. We
1: Marvel. know this start. Let's wait for the DCU. See how they do <laughs> in 2025, when the official start with the Batman, or no, Superman, Mad of Tomorrow, I think is what it's called.
0: <laughs> uh, we have one that they say that actually worked, though. They're saying... The Red uh, Hood plot twist was a ripoff of the Winter Soldier plot twist.
1: When did the Winter Soldier plot twist happen?
0: Uh, they do not mention. I thought they came way after uh, Bucky Barnes being Winter Soldier. Yeah, or that came before. I think it came before. For that, I just matter, don't well, know by, by by how much.
1: Oh wait, didn't that was like oh six or something when Red Hood started oh, oh, showing oh, up? Oh three. Oh
0: three. Maybe they well. But I will say, that'd be possible. The Red Hood plot twist was much more interesting than the Bucky Barnes one. Yeah, I don't give a shit about Bucky Barnes. No, well, uh, the Red Hood, okay, it's Jason Todd. He got his ass kicked, killed by Joker. And then he comes back. Like, Bucky Barnes. He was
1: he was 100% killed by fans. And then DC was like, fuck you, take this down your throat. <laughs>
0: We're bringing him back.
1: <laughs> and they've been having to deep throw him ever since.
0: <laughs> all right uh that is all the marvel ones uh we'll get through these uh, dc ones pretty quickly here though because they're more common sense oh, okay. than the other ones those were written by uh, the marvel ones were written by a marvel fanboy that was trying to stretch on some of these mm-hmm. so, so the rest of these are kind of more okay that makes more sense uh number 15 we have a pathetic attempt uh hawkeye is a ripoff of green arrow that story's been as old as time. Exactly. See, don't even have to dispute it. We know it's true. <laughs> These are just objective. <laughs> and Hawkeye has never been as popular as, well, until maybe recently. Yeah. But he was never, like in comic books, as popular as Green Arrow. Green Arrow was always a part of J- uh, Justice League and stuff like that. Uh, we have one that actually worked. Deadpool. The direct rip off of Deathstroke. <laughs> they keep saying that, but they, the guy that wrote Deadpool said he was not. He was into the fact that Deadpool, his name is Wade Wilson. Deathstroke is oh, Wade yeah. Wilson. It's Remember not that. hard to dispute that. They had to, change, they,
1: had, they had to change Deadshot's name Yeah. in the news uh, that was uh, with the Will Smith uh, Suicide Squad. Yeah. Because
0: it also had like a Wilson or something, like Sam Wilson or some yeah. shit.
1: Yeah.
0: Fucking wild. Yeah, they all love Wilson. Uh, We have another pathetic one. Uh, Quicksilver as a ripoff to The Flash. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Flash appeared in 1940, so that's a long time ago. Uh, Another one that actually worked Thanos is a ripoff of Darkseid. Thanos is Thanos now. Exactly. So I know. Darkseid. That movie didn't work. And the thing is, is Darkseid was a good character. Like, he was pure evil. Like, Thanos had a, a plan. Darkseid just wants to destroy shit. I do like, I just want to make half of this. And I'm just half of these people gone. <laughs> and Darkseid wants the anti-life equation. So that way everybody will be his slave. So he doesn't want to kill you. He just wants you to be a slave. Man, it's a lot of slaves. Uh, another pathetic attempt. We have Hyperion uh, is a ripoff of Superman. Hyperion. Yeah. Or Sentry, I believe. He doesn't really get much play
1: as often as. No, because he's really powerful.
0: <laughs> yeah. And didn't he have a dark side, too? I uh, think so. Uh, what was he has, like, a weaker form. Kind of like the Hulk. Yeah, yeah, he does. Uh, then we have another one that actually worked. Uh, the X-Men were a ripoff of Doom Patrol. Were they? Mm-hmm. Cool. Didn't even know that until I read that. But yeah, <laughs> They even had a character that uh, was extremely intelligent, like Professor X. We have uh, a, a, another pathetic attempt. Uh, Gladiator was a rip-off of Superman as well.
1: Hmm.
0: Gladiator, one of those... Uh, what is the Shi'ar? Oh. oh, that guy, yeah. I think that was the, the alien group. Yeah, the Shi'ar? Yeah. Another one that actually worked, uh, Ultron, was a rip-off of Brainiac. Uh, I guess. Ultron was a robot made by Hank Pym. Mm-hmm. Brainiac was an alien. Yeah, but still, like, uh, I guess... Robotics, I guess? there's Like robots, or artificial intelligence. Uh, We have another one that actually worked. Vision is a rip-off of Red Tornado. (laughs) I think that's true, actually. Yeah. (laughs) I think they even said that somewhere. Yeah. uh, Red Tornado debuted in DC Comics in August of 1968. Vision, on the other hand, didn't uh, debut until two months later in October of 1968. So... (laughs) No, I mean this color scheme, everything's kind of the same. Yep. Uh another pathetic attempt. We have uh, Boomerang is a ripoff of Captain Boomerang. Didn't <laughs> <laughs> know there was a boomerang character in DC or Marvel. Yep. Yep. Uh one that actually worked, uh Sandman is a ripoff of Clayface.
1: Nice choice. Yeah. Sandman became, cool. I
0: don't know. He became more popular than Clayface. At least in like with with Spider Man. Nowadays, anyway. yeah. Yeah. Pathetic uh, Black Cat is a rip-off of Catwoman. Yeah, oh, man,
1: she's such a... St- <laughs> she's got it all.
0: Uh, another pathetic one, we have Night Thrasher, which is a rip-off of Batman. Night Thrasher? What the fuck? Yeah, uh, Night Thrasher was created as a dark-suited, martial arts-trained vigilante who would often hunt criminals at night, and was skilled at making his own technological advance- advancements. So that's basically a pure Batman ripoff. Then we have another Batman ripoff, uh, Moon Knight. Ah, oh, Moon Knight. <laughs> they took that. They took the basic concept and completely. <laughs> well, yeah. If you know Moon Knight, you know Moon Knight. And then we have the last one, one that actually worked. The Avengers are a ripoff of the Justice, Justice League. League. Yep. Well, man, there was Stanley by himself? He had to, had to copy somewhere. <laughs> He was, he was just churning them out. Uh, it looks like uh, Justice League was formed in DC Comics in 1960, while the Avengers did not assemble until
1: 1963. Yeah. I forgot their fucking Avengers song. Man, <laughs> it goes to show you how little effort sometimes it feels like they take in their writing. Yeah. But just always
0: remember, Solomon Grundy... Was born on a Monday. <laughs> All right, that's all on those lists. Uh, Like I said, uh, the ones that were ripped off from DC are kind of more blatant (laughs) a little bit. (laughs) Just a little bit. What are you going to do? Sue us? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The ones that were ripped off, according to Screen Rant by Marvel, a couple of those were a little bit of a stretch, and you're probably going to pull something if you go with a stretch for that far. But (laughs) other than that, anything else to add before we head out? Yeah, however, the duck had a sex scene in his movie. Haunts me to this day. (laughs) We'll see you guys on the next one.